From our Christian experience and from divine teaching, we know that the place where true gladness is found is not this world or this life. In this world and this life, happiness comes and goes amidst the duties and struggles of this life. Illness and sorrow certainly mark this life and make it a veil of tears, as we say in the Hail Holy Queen. However, Christian hope convinces us that amid the uncertainties of this world, there is heaven, the place of true and lasting gladness. The door to heaven is narrow, as our Lord tells us in today's Gospel. The way to this door is itself narrow, not wide and spacious, and only a few find it, as he says in St. Matthew's Gospel. This narrow way is also characterised by suffering. It is the narrow way of the cross. The whole church, every member of it, is meant to walk this narrow way of the cross while bringing all people to Christ and his church. This is our way of life. This is our divinely given mission because God wills that all people should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth through the church that Christ founded because she is both the sign and the instrument of human salvation. As much as it offends notions of equality and rights, God in his merciful wisdom has decreed that Christ is the only saviour of the human race and his church is the way to that salvation. Quite a few Christians come dangerously close to asserting the right of every human being to heaven. Once saved, always saved, they say. But rights without responsibilities as we know, is not the full reality. The way we live our life is not a flippant enterprise. It is serious because it has eternal consequences. As we live, so shall we die. And as we die, so shall we be for eternity. We must exercise our freedom responsibly in light of the eternal salvation won for us by Christ, because it can be lost through selfish and sinful deeds. Our Saviour does not answer the question as to the number of those who will be saved. That is not for us to know. We do know, however, that everyone is called to enter the kingdom of God, but it seems that not all will enter it. That there are souls in heaven, in purgatory and in hell is certain. But who they are and how many in each place is not ours to know. This is not mean of God, but a protection for us. We must keep our focus on our own salvation and the salvation of those over whom God has placed us in authority. 
If we look at all of this from another angle or viewpoint, it frees our perception from what is owed to us by God, which is false because God owes us nothing. It is us who in justice owe worship and honour and thanks to God for life and for salvation. God has made possible eternal life in heaven for all, but at the same time has given us every possible help to find the narrow way and enter, enter by the narrow door. He gives us every possible grace, most especially through the sacraments, to assist us. Notice how he says that we must strive to enter by the narrow door. The word strive is a better translation of the Greek agonizomai. We get the English word agony from that Greek word. So it's more than trying your best, as we hear in the translation at Mass, which is rather weak. The word picture from agonizomai is more of the Olympic athlete in the Games or hand-to-hand combat with an enemy. It is not trying your best. It is supreme effort. With the help of divine grace that keeps us on the narrow path towards the narrow door. Contented complacency has no place in the Christian life or in the Christian struggle to heaven. Rather, as the epistle for today's Mass reminds us, it is by our trials that we know we are truly God's sons and daughters. When God reprimands us and corrects us, we are being trained and disciplined by our afflictions, just like that elite athlete or that elite soldier. The fruit of this is that we are strengthened to walk that straight and narrow path, to reach that narrow gate and enter into the banquet of the righteous in the kingdom of God. Laudato Jesus Christus.